Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week, we have the California pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the fat man, Stevens. Hello. Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the party. Yeah, it's me. I'm here. And holy shit, Ryan Preston, twice in a week. Hi, everybody. <laughs> twice in a week? Yeah, close enough. Twice in a week. I mean, hey, that's we're, we're going to really jazz it up. Somebody's going to look for an episode that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. And that's, uh, hey, there's got to be somebody. I know a couple of people who like us. <laughs> well, they like the three of us, so, you know. Ryan. Um, so we're going to start out with the traditional uh, who's died and uh, Coolio died. Coolio, yeah. Coolio died. No it's shit. 59. I that one. 59. His, his, his biggest hit being... Uh, Gangster's Paradise or Gangsta's Paradise, however you say it. Gangsta. Uh, Gangsta. Yeah. Gangsta's. Oh, it was, wow. It's a 95 single. I didn't realize it came out that late. For some reason, I was yeah, thinking it was, it was due to the movie Dangerous Minds. It, yeah, that's, what he, that's what he made it for. Have they come out and said, what, was he ill all along for a long time or something? We just didn't know it. Or... I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I haven't heard anything either. Yeah, neither. <laughs> I mean, this, this is the first I've heard about it. Yeah. So uh, it was announced yesterday, and I know that supposedly he was going to be on tour, like in Germany or something. Just re- so I don't know. I'm, my guess is that I hope it isn't drugs. And I a, really hope it isn't. And according to Vanilla Ice, um, he was just Coolio and Vanilla Ice just did something together the weekend before he passed. Mm. So I guess Vanilla Ice was saying he was incredibly sad, and. Uh, and something 1969 probably didn't have. Syphilis and money S- other STDs are on the rise. Here's what you should know. This is from Fox 40, uh, Fox 10 Phoenix. And I've actually seen this in a number of um, news Must stories. Be a problem in Phoenix. <laughs> STDs are on the rise in Phoenix. So, Don't by the way, this is funny. Anything. So it's an AP story in New York. <laughs> sharply rising cases of some sexually traumatic, tra- tra- transmitted diseases, including 26% <laughs> rise in syphilis. It's traumatic to whoever gets it. Yeah. Uh, reported last year are prompting U.S. health officials to call for new preventative and treatment efforts. I can't wait for the PSAs. The, um, they I need can't to do wait it like the, the powdered wigs to come back. You know what they need to do? They need to do a song <laughs> like uh, like this. Time to duck and cover. That would you know maybe some sort of fancy PSA and maybe an audio visual thing. Uh, the infection rates know. for some STDs, including gonorrhea and syphilis, have been rising for years. Last year, the rates of syphilis cases have reached its highest since 1991, and the total cases uh, ha- hits its high since uh, 1948. HIV cases are on the rise, uh, up 16% from last year. That's surprising to me. I don't know why. HIV is on the rise. You know, I think people are getting complacent about things. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, you know, and you start thinking, oh, it's gone away or, you know. So, you know, you talk about like gonorrhea and th- you think, oh, by now it's eradicated, right? Nobody's. Well, and, and you, you go, you know, X amount of years <clears throat> and never get it and whatnot. So, you know, like you said, you get complacent. You're like, I've walked down this road a million times. Nothing's yeah. happened. And, you know. So do then, you think the other bam. thing is unlike the early, excuse me, late, late 80s, early 90s, where you had and a tremendous amount of people pass away from it, Freddie Mercury being probably one of the most famous, um, do you think because the medication's gotten so good, you just don't see the massive amount of deaths and it's not on well, would, TV, et cetera? Absolutely not the death sentence that it used to be, you know? Uh, and, and I'm sure a lot of that is still access to particular type of healthcare and things like that. But I mean, they've, they've made those things 
you know, quite accessible. I mean, you know, from a from a um, uh, uh, developed nation kind of a standpoint. Uh, obviously, there's still you know countries, certain countries, uh, sub-Saharan African that are that are having problems with them just because they don't have access to the treatment. But the treatments themselves are, I mean, I mean, people live with it just fine. You know, uh, I mean, freaking Magic Johnson was was probably one of the, the 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 first ones to just fully just like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, he's he's uh, the one that I'm probably the most surprised at the fact that he's still HIV positive and he's still alive. I mean, granted, I know the guy's incredibly rich, but I I, I love. I don't even think he's actually HIV positive. Really? Yeah. No, I believe that it's that I think i could be misremembering this but i could have swore some years back i heard that it basically was like non-detectable in his wow. in his blood in his in his uh huh. labs there there are a number of people that have been miraculously cured by it and if i remember correctly they're not sure how oh yeah i mean well you can imagine these studies are obviously still going on i'd also heard something recently about uh uh, uh some kind of Shit, I, don't, I think it was a bone marrow transplant, if I recall correctly, that um, in, a, in a certain circumstance actually, like, legit cured somebody of HIV, like, cured, cured. Uh, but it was one of those, like, really oddly specific to this kind of individual sort of story. Uh, but, you know, obviously people are, are digging into it to see if there's some mechanism they stumbled across. And, yeah. you know, you're well, still getting a lot of funding for that kind of stuff. Yeah, that sounds a lot like uh, what they do for leukemia. And, uh, they wipe up the bone marrow completely, mm -hmm. and uh, they start it again, basically. And that seems to help. So I'm sure maybe in some cases of uh, HIV, that uh, may very well be also so the situation. But yeah, no, it's it, we've come a long way. And the same thing, obviously, for syphilis and gonorrhea and all the antibiotics and things out there. Yeah, I think the for problem sure. is that... Some of these things, I think, are becoming, uh, well, I know for a fact that some of the things are becoming resistant to antibiotics. And that, yeah. That's the area where we have some great concern. Uh, you know, pretty soon you come down with something like that and you go, oh, this is going to be a shot of penicillin. Mm, won't work. Right. I, I, you know, I did, and it's like, uh-oh. Or it's like quinine. Quinine doesn't work on anything anymore. Um, I did want to say something. We, uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan mentioned Africa. I just saw a stat that I thought was interesting. It says out of 34 million HIV positive worldwide, 69% live in sub-Sahara Africa. There are roughly 23.8 million infected persons in all of Africa. 91% of HIV positive children live in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I don't know like how up to date and that I'm is. I'm sure the maybe medications are cheap and I'm sure there's a reason why they're not, you know, and, and, not and that's getting exactly, what they need to get. And... It's exactly why the funding is, 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 has, will never dry up, you know, cause it's still a global problem. I mean, like a problem problem, yeah. um, you know, first world problem over here, like, 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 Hey, you know what, a, a standard, you know, healthcare will, will probably get you really good treatment for that kind of a thing. Cause it's just, it's standardized, you know, was uh, the, the type of treatments that is, was it ever considered like a pandemic or an epidemic or anything oh, like I that? I believe so. Yeah. I think they always refer to it as the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. It was, uh, it was very shocking and it sure changed a lot of some of the moral compasses of people to a degree <laughs> kind of went, is this really worth this? <laughs> you yeah, be pretty damn good. And you know, right. I mean, man, I uh, 
I've got no sympathy for somebody with like chlamydia, gonorrhea, uh, you know, those kinds of things. I'm just going to laugh at you, you know. Okay, go get your shot, dummy. Um, now, the, the, uh, cover that thing it, up. You won't have that problem. Yeah, no, but, 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 you know, wrap it up. You know, let's uh, let's 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 be a little smarter with our decisions. The Time things that piss me off that are coming back Time is shit like polio. Oh, well, that you know, yeah. like yeah. I talked about that. That one's frightening. That, I mean, that's just so universally stupid. Um, like, uh, I mean, I can't believe after all of that, like, basically eradicated polio. The rise in cases is is like is people are taking notice. Yeah. That's well, I mean, to me. when uh, when the shot regimens that you get as a younger person and it don't include things like polio, it becomes a problem. And there's parents that are, of course, saying that all these vaccines cause uh, issues, whatever it may be, from autism to you know not being able to walk backwards. I don't know, but it just gets to be. Uh, uh, that it gets to be part of the problem, and I think we're seeing some of that come back and bite us a little bit. I, I sure, would, yeah, I, yeah. I, and and I always always said like like all the 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 COVID people who are like like oh you know the vaccines will hurt you more than anything else. Like like John. yeah, say that with Paul. John, I would uh, <laughs> I would say um, the other thing is the other thing comes back is just time. It's like why some people don't believe the Holocaust isn't real is the fact that. The major cases, the people involved in it, etc., just are not around telling the story. So you don't hear, you don't hear about it. Like to quote the original '60s Dragnet, you know, there's no, there's no signs in the door saying nobody's allowed to leave and or enter. There's no, you know, PSAs on the air saying please donate blood plasma. Let's fight this case, a polio. You know, just there's not. It's not a thing right now. And I think what happens as soon as this becomes more real, people are going to realize, oh. It really is dangerous because you hear people well, all the time. Like, it's also say, a lot more visible than something like COVID. You know what I mean? Like um, the 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 optics of something like polio is drastically different and <laughs> terrifying. I I would say the the, the other thing <laughs> is you didn't have, and maybe I'm wrong. Is you didn't have the government just shut everything down. A lot of the people I know who are against COVID were the fact that they were saying, you know, we're, this is going to hurt the economy. Let, you know, let, let me choose. And because you didn't really know it was happening, et cetera, versus polio has been an epidemic, like my dad's generation, his, his dad's generation, the generation before it, there were, you know, hundreds of years where polio was, was almost a death sentence at one way or another. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, well, you but know, yeah, Mark, you know, the, the Mark whole... Twain said, Mark Twain said, no amount of evidence will ever persuade an idiot. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and I don't remember who said it, but, uh, never argue with a dumb person. They'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, talk about experience. An argument between a man and a woman over only fans fan content ends in a stabbing. Police say <laughs> it's an epidemic. Woman told police she was being attacked in self-defense as she used the knife to prevent further assault from the man. Um, I'm actually surprised this hasn't happened more. I've read a couple of accounts on Reddit where this uh, the wife says, um, I've got an OnlyFans account and my husband just found out. What should I have do? And 
half the guys are like, maybe tell your husband you're doing this before you start. Yeah, really? Like, I, oh my goodness. I wouldn't be able to deal with that kind of anxiety, you know? <laughs> like, I, I can't. I can't maintain bullshit like that. You know, I think I was decent at it when I was like a teenager, you know, trying to get out of homework and shit, but just like, oh god damn, I don't have the I don't have the energy to, I can't to, to be bullshit sober. people at any kind of consistent basis. <laughs> I, the, no, I don't either. I'm just like, nope, this is how it is. Yeah. Pretty much. Shit. Hey, for better it, or for worse, it. man. <laughs> the the, the like, only I way have, I can I have the energy, I don't have the patience. The, the only way I can tolerate a whole lot of bullshit is definitely not by being sober. It, it because it's just, it's worse. As an adult, it's ridiculous. The amount of crap, it's just like, hey, there's some adult responsibility, <laughs> especially at work. Like when I worked at Walmart, it was probably the most ridiculous. Hmm. Well, it is Walmart. Yeah. And you are dealing with a lot of irritating people. To, uh, to quote a guy who worked there with me, he said, um, ma'am, this is the world's largest discount retailer. Learn your audience. <laughs> Which, by yeah, the way, I've noticed that Not the Gucci. past few times I've gone to Walmart, as soon as I get in the parking lot, I'm irritated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, get that same thing. Walking through the store, I have to remind myself, randomly punching people looking at me in the face is assault. The, the Walmart up yeah. here is worse because it looks like some sort of post-apocalyptic movie from the 80s because they have all these... Um, giant stands with solar panels on it so it, it 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 you're expecting some sort of mad mask-esque person to crawl out well it, it's kind of right at nine o'clock at night you get a meth head but oh yeah i mean there's meth heads all over the place there oh yeah well after i don't know about uh, all other walmarts but the one up here after eight or nine o'clock if you want laughs go in there that's when you, the, the the zombies start coming in just don't go during the rain these rather smelly individuals. So I have a question for you. <laughs> uh, this is a, the stuff I sent to James last night by text message. And this is for people who collect stuff, specifically Disney collectors. And unfortunately, I'm considered one. So I, I wanted to see if you guys would collect this. So I've got three items from Disney. The first one is an all-star resort. Uh -oh. an original Disney <laughs> cast member prop. Phone. You know, well, one of the marvels of, of LG is, uh, is internet. Hey, hey, John, John. Yeah? We lost about the last minute of oh. you. Hello? Hello? Absolutely nothing. Anybody you there? Gonna, you were going to show something. So yeah, you were going to do something. So that's... the hell was that? Um, So here's some... It's the, ghost the, government's the, the government's coming to get you, John. You better hide. Remember, you lost all your guns in a boating accident. What gun? <laughs> um, yeah, so guns? I've I've got some. I've got three items that are Disney related, and this comes this this comes up as why I don't get it. So I want you guys to guess the price and try to explain why somebody would want this. The first item is the All Star Resort original Disney cast member prop, a phone from the resort room. So this is the phone that's on the nightstand. The actual the phone on the nightstand from what? From like, the all-store resort in Disney. Oh, so this this phone was actually for sale. It's on sale Disney. right. It's on sale right now on eBay. Oh, okay. So on eBay. On eBay. So, so somebody stole the phone from Disney. They're going to be coming and looking for that phone. So my my question <laughs> is, how much do you think this Disney used hotel room phone is 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 on eBay for right now? 
It'll get 250. Wow. Nope. Ryan? Um, oh man, couple grand. 49.99. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Oh. So the well, next first of all, nobody can use it anyway, right? It's an old landline style phone. And... Yeah, and it, it probably connects uh was it, it needs some sort of back end because it's one of those ones where yeah. you can dial in other rooms, etc. Probably a PBX style phone that's that it. has to be into a big phone network and yeah, okay. So it's useless. Yeah, I just always inflate by an order of magnitude uh when I'm thinking when I'm adding yeah. a Disney logo, you know. I don't know so for some reason, yeah. Okay. The, the next one is a wilderness lodge Disney original cast member prop tissue box from resort room. So it's like a box you put on top of the tissue, so it looks pretty. Mm, Ten bucks. Forty. Forty bucks, okay. And here's the one that I seriously, I think it's the funniest, and I still don't understand why. It's Hollywood Studios' original Disney cast member prop, rope, sign, and Disney, uh, Disney Indiana Jones. It's a handicap placard that you, you just pop over and, and, and hook and loop tape to the... To the rope. Uh, so it's actually from the park itself. Okay, a sign, handicap sign that goes under the rope. Okay, I'll say fifty dollars. Hundred and twenty-five bucks. And a lawsuit from the mouse. <laughs> That's the one so, I'd be afraid of more. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Cease and desist, turn the property over. I got a feeling all these things were stolen and they're going to go hunting, hunting <coughs> these people down. Well, so considering that John was sending me all this stuff last night, <laughs> I did come up with a list of legitimate Disneyland items that are actually up for auction. Yeah. All right. And I was going to do the same thing, have you guys guess the price, but I don't know if we should be doing that again. <laughs> well, it's only a few items, I'm sure it, it is. It, it, it kind of bombed yeah, like a punch in a turd bowl. Let's get an idea. So, no. Original Dumbo ride. Not the whole ride, just the Dumbo car. Oh, an actual shell, the Dumbo yep. thing. 15,001. 5,500 oh. bucks. Those are probably pretty pricey. I. Okay, so we had how much, John? A fifteen thousand and one. Fifteen thousand and one. <laughs> Sounds like we got an option. Yeah, we got the here. price of right going on. <laughs> um, Come on down. Uh, Brian, what did you say? Fifty-five bucks. Fifty-five hundred. Oh, fifty-five hundred. Okay. It sounds like a ten thousand dollar item to me. If you guys add a zero, you're getting close. Oh my goodness. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I won. Did actually, did, I'm yeah, did somebody actually win this thing, or is it just these what? are actually up for auction right right now? now. When do okay. I get to spin yeah. the wheel? That's the starting Jeez. bid. The starting <laughs> bid. And, I, and I, goddamn, I hate the the. Uh, it's worth what somebody will pay for it. So the ride vehicle for Peter Pan's flight, the pirate Ooh, ship one. Wow, that's got to be worth a mint. Is less than Dumbo. Really? Dumbo. Mm. It's expected to bring between guess. Mm, Eighty thousand and fifty. Fifty and a hundred. <laughs> so Ra, Ryan and John are closer. Seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars. Wow, mm. man. That's <gasps> dude, that's um it's not quite as iconic as the Dumbo 
but dude, they, I mean, when, when did they take that thing out? Uh, probably, like the, I think the I remember nineties. Yeah. If that, yeah, mm, I don't know. So, wow. uh, Mr. Toad's wild ride buggy, <laughs> which what does it say which park it's from? Uh, no, it does not. Mr. Toad's probably from Disneyland, isn't it? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't. I haven't. Now I have no. Yeah. I'll say two hundred and fifty. I'm probably wrong. No. 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 Less than less than your pants for sure. Yeah, forty to fifty thousand. There you go. All right. See, that's the one Still, I would actually want. You people though. are out of your minds. What is wrong with you people? So, you like, got where children the hell would you feed. put that? Diapers to buy. What it, are you doing? By the way, this is take up garage space, man. This is this is what I want to show. This is what I will show my wife when I say, "Hey, honey, I could be purchasing this or this 1955 <laughs> map from Disneyland." You know, it's it's like, see, so, this is cheaper. Do you guys remember the enchanted tiki room? Yes. yes. No. I'd love to have one so of the parrots. That's exactly what I'm going to bring up. Mm. So Jose, an early animatronic figure yeah. from the Tiki Room. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, see, now that would be something I'd like to have. Now, nah, but I still wouldn't spend. I wouldn't spend <laughs> any money, but I bet somebody would spend twenty grand. Sixty-five. Okay. Oh, that was pretty close, John. Sixty-five thousand. Between fifty and seventy-five thousand. <coughs> I that I believe that if that's from the original, um, the original version Dude, of the TV room. I do not remember this. Oh, by so the way, where the hell a, was this? A room you know, you'd go in. This is one of the as a child. <laughs> as a child, <laughs> I mean, okay, probably as a ten-year-old, because I'm old and Disneyland was, I was you know, and anyway, it was amazing <laughs> because. You'd walk into this this place, you know, everybody be around you walking. It's like a tiki room, and they had all these animatronic uh, birds and all this stuff, all singing, and it was really cool. I man, I I must have blocked a memory of this thing. So yeah. I have a little bit of interesting trivia. So, hold on, I got two more. I want two. I'm going to do two more. Okay. okay. So they've got a bunch of the original haunted mount mansion expanding portraits oh those are cool too. oh that would be awesome so I like those. for each just one how much do you think it would be i did 100 grand between 50 and 90 10 bucks i'll take the low <laughs> number <laughs> i'll move it to the low side john would be winning the bid oh, boy. Wait, wait. Well, i'm not Man, sure why i'd be yeah, like yes if i was rich I might buy one of those. And the last one I'm going to bring up is the Disneyland Haunted Mansion bulging doors mm. that are made out of rubber mm, those from are the cool. 1970s. Yeah. Gosh. How much do you think that's going to See, that, wouldn't that be fun to put in your own house somewhere, mount that see, sucker? That, man, I would. That's the same thing with the picture. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be cool. I could see doing the door really easy. The picture would be tougher to do, but the door would be cool because you could make it bulge. Like a, I don't know. I'm going to say 100000 Yeah, I agree with Rob. Okay. Nope. Nope. Seven. Seven grand? Seven grand. That's wow. it. That's Let's reasonable for that shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then we can, you know, lend, lend it out every, every decade. So I, 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 I wanted to say something interesting about the Tiki Room. <clears throat> it wasn't um, owned straight by Disney itself. It was actually part of, if I remember correctly, it was part of WED Enterprises, 
which is like Walter Elias Disney Enterprise. I think it's the who did all the Imagineering. If I remember correctly, it was actually a separate ticket price versus everything else. Hmm. If I remember what I've read uh, correctly. Okay. I don't remember having to do that. Okay. Well, this was wow. back in the 60s because they, they haven't had the ticket system since like the 80s, I think. So what? So this is a current auction? Yeah, I just sent it to John. Oh, okay. Because it'd be it's, interesting uh, to look listed, It's listed through uh, Easy Central, but it says that it's courtesy of Van Eaton Galleries. Hmm. So I think they're the place that's actually doing the auctioning. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. So my favorite one yeah, on here. Yeah, they got some really interesting items in there. There's a there's a ton of them. Well, my my so favorite the one is the is the Disney D from the sixty nine hotel uh, from six, sixty three to ninety nine for twenty grand. <laughs> I just yeah. this is for the ultimate collector who doesn't have children, who's not married, or has the most amazing spouse of all time, who's okay with. Well, you know, <clears throat> you probably you caught the answer there. No children. No pets. You got all this money. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hold on. I just I just saw one that Ryan would love. Oh, so the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse organ prop. Hell mm. yeah. Three grand. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. We need to max out a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, three grand is, is wow, that's um if only I had space. There's actually some decently priced stuff here, which is hilarious. But man, I'm 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 actually I'm upset that I'm into memorabilia as much as I am, <laughs> and it's not even that much. But I I I am a sucker for nostalgia. Yeah, I I uh I I'm with you as somebody who owns a ton of Disney paper stuff, because the paper stuff is it just doesn't last. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, anyway. that's true. Yeah. Well, interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, there's our plug for Disney. Site just to see what they actually have. And these are actually items that I'm sure Disney is okay with people selling since it's part of the auction, not something they stole from the fucking hotel room. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did want to mention so, some... since we, we were talking about Disney, I, I just want to give a shout out to all those people that just uh, lived through Hurricane uh, Ian uh, over in. Florida, and uh, I do understand that uh, Orlando got pounded pretty good with rain and and stuff. So there are, there are people tweeting out uh, they survived it uh, by by staying within the park. So I guess they sheltered in place, kind of thing for the so storm to come through. So I, it'll be I, interesting to see. I did want to tip my caps to the poor bastards who decided to uh, stay in It's a Small World and heard that evil song for hours on end. <laughs> And are you are you sane? Because I've you know after a couple of trips on that ride, you're ready to peel your eyeballs out. <laughs> I'd be worried that whole tunnel would flood. Yeah, yeah. so it have, may have. I I don't know that anybody stayed in the 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 you know the ride areas. They were staying in their hotel rooms or whatever so they were renting within have, the park. Have any of you watched a movie and swore the soundtrack was completely different than the first time you watched it? No. Yeah. Not that I can no. recall. I it's true. Modern oh. movies, some of the music is changed because of rights issue, which makes a difference between the original DVD and Blu-ray release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those rights can change 
you know, people buy buy the song rights. They do other things throughout the the time, and if it, the licensing doesn't carry over into the movie, there could be issues, right? Hey, they maintain the license for Kenny Loggins for the Top Gun Maverick, so I'm fine. Someone recently, oh, okay, so good. here's here's the article I thought was interesting. It says someone recently sent me an interesting article about how a more recent syndication package of the famous old sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati has all different music than the original showing. Sometimes even dubbing oh. over dialogue in the show to match the music. This was done, oh. of course, because of music industry license rules, which would require plenty of extra cash to relicense the songs for syndication. Though sometimes the stations still play the old syndicated version with the original music. Now, however, it appears there are similar situations with TV shows on DVD. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. Well, well, you know, I don't think I would remember the original music to WKRP Cincinnati. If I watched the show, I watched the old reruns because I wasn't old enough to really watch the show or even alive when it was Johnny Fever, man. I always but, wanted to be Johnny Fever. Yeah, I mean, I love the show, but I don't think I would remember that. And, and instead, you got turned into uh, the, the the mellow guy in the rain. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was the station. You cut it out. He he has he has a reel of the stuff he did, and he's like, and the smooth hey, taste we were... of Evian. It's like, <sighs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so uh, I got a list of just uh, I, I and, you know every Wait, now on. and then I, I got to tell you I really like Mark Twain and Melanie. I, 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 this is for you. Every now and then you hear about uh, you hear about um, quotes that are you know they say okay Mark Twain said this and sometimes you go sometimes you go yeah and sometimes you don't but uh, I came across this list and some of them are, are very very today as they were he came out and sent them first maybe he ripped ripped them off from somebody as well it's quite uh, possible but you know things like uh never put off till tomorrow what could be done the day after tomorrow just as well <laughs> you gotta think about that one for a moment uh the more i learn about people the more i like my dog that's a good one that's true i 100 percent true uh, I was educated once. It took me years to get over uh-huh. it. Same here. See how true it is today as it was then. I was born modest, but I, but it didn't last. It's your facts first, and then you can distort them as much as you please. That's that's ah, one of my favorite Mark Twain of, every news. of all time. Is, yeah, first understand all one? the facts, then distort them at your leisure. That's right. That's <laughs> perfect. Uh we uh, we ought never to do wrong when people are looking. That's true. Don't ever get caught. Right? That's true. Uh, the, the the other one is, uh, that I said earlier: no amount of evidence will ever persuade, persuade an idiot. Never have a battle of wits with an unarmed person. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, so a clear conscience, a clear conscience, is a sure sign of a bad memory. True. <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, when we remember we were all mad, the mysteries disappear and life stands explained. <laughs> Laughter without attention. Philosophy is but a sneeze of humor. Genuine humor is repeat with wisdom. To eat is human, to digest is divine. <laughs> there are no people who are quite so vulgar as the over-refined. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. Well, there you go. That's for all the bad guys. Uh, and politicians. 
<laughs> the funniest things are forbidden. How true is that? Oh, shit. In, in this day and age. Uh, uh, this one's for Jonathan. If there are no cigars in heaven, I shall not go. <laughs> I buy that is, for a dollar. <laughs> there is no sadder thing than a young pessimist except an old optimist. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, if voting, here, here you go for all those people out there, if voting made any difference, they wouldn't let us do it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I like that one. I think he's an optimist. And then this one's for me right now. Of all the things I have lost, I missed my mind the most. Well, you know what you're going to lose your mind playing? It's going to be the ultimate experience is Audacity. Hit that button. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity. Audacity. The dignity is overrated. Go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. That's O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. It's Audacity. Audacity. The unforgettable party game for mischievous people. Use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word for 10% off your final purchase and make sure you tell Miss Audacity that the MADTRIO sent you. You know what really chaps my ass? I'd rather not <laughs> I'm know. afraid to ask. When, when, when someone gives me an email and they're like, um, no spaces. No. And it's all lowercase. No punctuation. Yeah. Yeah. We're all uppercase. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hold on, right. hold on. They actually right. tell you that? Yeah, all the time. Who, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's like, oh, it, it, it's it's my name, no spaces. I'm like, no shit? <laughs> Fuck. This but, but Ryan, do you really think you should tell me something that annoys you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, in general. No! No! <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, every email that you get from James from now on, you can guess how it's going to be done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots Lower of case, spaces. No, no spacing. No spacing, no punctuation, no spell correction, nothing. You, you know what's really funny is um, my, <clears throat> my grandpa on my dad's side, he would write all these letters. And he would do that exact same thing. Hmm. Everything would have no spacing, no <laughs> punctuation. Oh, no. Wow. And they were just these rants. Oh, no. <laughs> and my dad had a bunch of those letters, and he showed me a couple of them, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how would you, how can you even read this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been tend to, to, to send emails like an old telegram. How's it going? Stop. Hope Stop. all is well. Stop. <laughs> I just, yeah. just, just want to see if anybody gets what I'm doing, but I'm too yeah, afraid. And, that... and all the lines are like offset yeah. just slightly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm afraid to do it slightly because I'm going to want, they're going to wonder, did you do this stoned or did you purposely just do this? <laughs> well, you can pick. So, you don't know so how I, mem memories go. Re just real quick, then I'll go back to James. Real you know when when you talked about the tel uh, telegrams and and then Ryan <clears throat> saying about the offset and I'm and I my mind flashed to typewriters and then you know since we were talking about since we were talking about you know news shows and radio shows and radio station when I was in the radio station the teletype machines were always going. You just like the sound effects you used to hear on the radio shows and all that oh, yeah. thing that. 
always going. That things are going. The pages are constantly going. That's I'm sorry, it just flooded my mind. But I, <laughs> I had to share that with you guys because all it took was one little thing like that, and I'm off and running to a different world altogether. What What was the purpose of saying stop when dictating a telegram? So it was actually uh, most of those telegrams initially, of course, were, were done with Morse code. So uh, when the guy was doing it, so there would be a break, it'd be a stop. And so it was put in there. It was something that was just carried on as time went on, where it was a stop because they would stop between sentences because there's no punctuation in Morse code. Uh-huh. And so there would be a stop, a hard stop, and then the next sentence or paragraph would go on and that was the reason for it. So it was like yeah, saying. I, I always wondered, like every time I saw a Morse code in movies, um, they were always like just just tapping woodpecker fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, like if I'm on the other side, like how, where where am I noticing the breaks between letters? You know, right. right. These guys are, I, you know, I was terrible at Morse code, and so, uh, these these people were just incredible with being able to both interpret what it was coming across as you know dash and dots and and all it was pretty amazing what they could do and these guys got quite good and my understanding from the, the some of the people that i talked to that were really good at doing this is that you could even tell an individual person that was sending that by their style people had styles oh shit that's yeah. weird there's yeah. a there's a story of andrew carnegie I think it was him who got so good at it. He could actually like interpret on the fly, like actually, instead of having to write it down, he could tell you exactly what they're saying just by listening to it. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Huh. Pretty impressive. All right, yeah, James, I, you're I, up. I wouldn't be able to do it at all. No. I couldn't do it. So do you guys remember in 2014 that we had a asteroid come, or well, meteor, sorry. Meteor oh, coming down. Was that I the Russian this. one? That's I saw a, this one. No, this is 2014 was like at the turn of the century. It was the one over the Bering Strait, right? <clears throat> the South Pacific Ocean, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, South Pacific. Okay. South Pacific, that's different. So, there was... anyways, there's a professor at Harvard called Av- Avi Leo Loeb. I think that's how it's pronounced. Loeb. O-L-O-E-B. Yeah, it'd be Loeb. And so... What he is quoted as saying, that is, the ideal scenario is that in any addition to tiny fragments, we will find a piece of advanced technological device like the 100th version of the iPhone. I would love to press a button on such an object. He believes that this meteor came outside of our universe and exploded over the ocean. And the way it exploded, he believes that it has some type of advanced technology. And this man is still currently employed by a university? Yes, Harvard, no less. And he is... You are fake news. He gets, (laughs) I think it's $1.5 million to go out and find the fragments of it, which he believes he knows where they are. Wow. He's going to find some type of alien technology on it. Yeah, if if this guy worked for the University of Phoenix online, I'm canceling his <laughs> tenure. <laughs> what? Hey, so you, know, out, you don't know. He's out funding for this. Right? Right? He's, 
Trying to get funding, and he wants to go find this thing. Huh? Well, wow. on, on, the, on the positive to think about it, if a flat Earth guy, for, for people who are trying to prove the flat Earth theory correct and they got funding, anything can really get funding. Yeah, but this guy's a Harvard professor, and I'm like, what is what did he actually – What is? I mean, I'm sure he's watched the videos of it coming into the atmosphere and everything. I'm like, what did he see that's got his brain going this way? This this guy is getting funding. He's going to get one and a half million dollars from a bunch of people that he dupes. He's going to go on a three-week cruise to the South Pacific, <laughs> do a bunch of blow, and then come back and be like, I couldn't find it. <laughs> Shocks, y'all. I I, I was going to say it it proves you can spend a lot of money and still not get an education. All he has to do is put up a GoFundMe page. I'm sensing ulterior motive. (laughs) Well, the thing I'm thinking also is that even if he finds fragments of this meteor, which he believes he he will, I'm sure there's got to be some metal and alloy and things in there that he can maybe sell to get. money back i'm more honestly baffled the crazy part to me is not that 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 he that's this this theory the fact that he thinks the 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 ultra uh extra universal equivalent of the hundredth iteration <laughs> of the iphone is gonna have a fucking button <laughs> like bitch that thing's gonna work by, by telepathy like is, like you're gonna touch it and your brain's gonna <laughs> and my iPhone doesn't even have a button now. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, like like you're not even going to be able to unlock that shit without your ears bleeding, dude. Like but that's the other thing. It's like, how are you going to unlock it? You think there's going to be like some passcode that you're going to be easily? Yeah, yeah. You, you think the out? aliens or extra dimensional beings aren't using NordVPN? Get real. <laughs> and right. on top of that, it literally exploded in our atmosphere. You think uh, the iPhone's going to survive that? Even an advanced one? Well, if they're 15, that advanced, maybe it would. I mean, Technology. How how old is the? Does it say how old the guy is? Uh, I did not say in the article. Because the, uh, the picture of him looks like he's probably mid fifties, sixties. So sixty dollars says he's going to be sitting on his couch going nanu nanu, trying to talk to whatever alien technology is 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 out there, trying to figure hey, out where it is. I yeah. hope he finds it. Oh, by the I way, I this is. <laughs> you know. By the way, I think I got a different spin. This is genius. We need to think of something so stupid, so ridiculous that somebody will believe that they'll give us money. There's got to be something out there like the, you know, the search for Spock, you know, something. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to, to open an online business where people would send me their their um, uh, healing crystals and I would charge them. That's, oh. that's <laughs> genius. Well, healing mean, crystal charging station. Yeah. Have you heard of the urban legend guy that in the 90s put out an ad for solar-powered, um, uh, uh, what was it, dryers or something like that? He had a solar-powered <laughs> yes. drying thing. And yes. And would send him money. He'd Close send him lines. Money. Close lines. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I think uh, the, 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 the other urban legends like, uh, oh, I'll send you a, 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 an etching of Lincoln. Or a uh, a relief of Lincoln or something. What's what's the opposite of relief? <coughs> Where the image is, is popped out. 
Oh, no. Um, but whatever. Well, like one of those of of uh, of uh, the sixteenth president Abraham Lincoln, and then just sends people a penny. Right. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> I'm trying to see where did it. Okay, it doesn't say exactly what, but where these scientists are. But scientists have found that they can blast plastic, like the cheap plastic bottles, with a laser. And turn it into not only diamonds, but a new type of water. Hmm. A yeah. new type of water oh, would there it is. be water. It's in Germany. That's where it is. I was trying to figure out. So, <clears throat> well, hold on. That explains so now, much, by the way. <laughs> but so they, I'm just kind of baffled that how does it really they don't explain it in the article of what it is but they were trying to figure out how um on the ice giants of neptune and uranus i'm always going to say uranus not uranus yeah no the people who say uranus are 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 ruining everything so they were trying to figure out how these things rain diamonds and as they were messing around they started blasting cheap plastic and found that when they hit it, it basically like dissolves and becomes like a liquid state. And in that liquid state, they found little nano diamonds. Hmm. And that's how they're saying that when it rains on those planets, that's the type of diamonds that are raining. <laughs> so it's kind of an interesting thing. Sounds like a Prince song. But, no, it's uh, a Beatles song. <laughs> Lucy in the sky with <laughs> the colors, but man. The as colors. far as the water goes, Ryan, uh, super ionic water ice is what comes out. Super what? Ionic? Oh, I'm not going to pretend to know what that means. Exactly. I have no idea what. Lots of ions. Oh, but so it's I, like. So is that the thing that powers the ionic the ionic breeze? <clears throat> <laughs> yes, John. I got that one, John. I got it. <laughs> there's, there's uh, somebody yeah. going. What's the ionic breeze? So, yeah. but the the water allows the protons to move through a lattice of oxygen atoms. So I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. But it sounds kind of cool. And I'm like, wait, can we actually take all this plastic that's flooding our oceans, and you know, we, we're recycling and making more plastic out of it, and then recycling it again. Um, can we actually turn that into actually a stable form of water that we can start sending to LA? Well, I mean, I, <laughs> um, I mean, or even just, you know, for, for industrial purposes or, or, Hey, it's, um, you have a smaller amount of waste product now, you know, you yeah. take something that's this big and you, you know, uh, for those just listening, um, <laughs> you take something three feet by three feet and you turn it into something, the, the size of a speck of sand, I mean, you know, there, there's your landfill problem. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's wacky. I'm wondering what the, like the scaled up version of that or what the applications are. Yeah. It sounds like a pretty cool little experiment that they came up with it, that they, I mean, I, I'd be interested in like fucking around with that. That'd be fun. Can, can I mean, we take... I'm willing to fuck around with any laser somebody will let me touch. Can can we take the 1.5 million from the guy who's trying to find uh, 
Spock's earlobes and, 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 and give them a laser. Fire ourselves yeah. a laser. Yeah. I it's just want to piss blaster. everybody off by calling it a blaster the whole time. They're gonna be like, hey, "Dude, it's a laser!" Like, mm, wrong. You gotta <laughs> what if I do it like in pulses, like this? Pew 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 pew. Yeah, you gotta it with like that uh, that sound effect. And they lean yeah. into James, like, "Is he gonna do the sound effects the whole time?" Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's yeah, well. <laughs> who's the guy who played oh, Obi Wan in the the reboots or the the prequels in Star Ewan Wars? McGregor? Ian McGregor, yeah. apparently, Ian McGregor, when they first um, started doing the editing, they heard a zzz, zzz, they kept hearing that noise on the film. <laughs> it turned out he was actually making the noise. <laughs> yeah, no, they get that problem. <laughs> a lot of action stars or people who are doing action movies, especially for the first time, they, they have a lot of that problem with... Uh, you know, having to stop like the initial takes where they're doing stuff because people are naturally holding a gun going. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Star Wars, James Earl Jones signs off his uh, his rights <gasps> to be doing the Darth Vader voice. He's Did retiring. Didn't he sign it over I to an AI? Him, I mean, like, like we we've asked enough of him for, yeah. for Star Wars. Well, yeah. They you know, let's face it, they have AI that can do all these voices now. We don't need him. So, yeah, is he... he basically told them that they have enough of his voice to yeah. continue on if they no want. No doubt. Right. Yeah. So that probably means he's going to be in the sequel to the new, the the, the prequel to uh, Disney's Lion King that they're making soon. Uh, yeah, he probably will. I mean. Called Mufasa. Yeah. I mean, is this like the early days of Mufasa? Uh, from what I've been reading, yeah. <laughs> All right, mm. whatever. You know, there's a fan theory about uh, the whole Lion King where Scar kills Mufasa, and then later on you see him playing around with a skull, a lion skull, <coughs> and they're saying that Scar ate Mufasa, and that's his bones. <laughs> it's kind of interesting, because I guess lions, when they kill one another, they will eat the other one. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean you know. that meat had to have been real tender after all that uh, that, that, <laughs> that stampede. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it was a fan theory, and I'm like, that's kind of an interesting take on it. So i but i have I, I have I a doubt Disney meant that, <laughs> or you never know. Mm. So i have a I have a movie crossover that the world wants to see. It's uh, James Gunn isn't okay. ruling out a Scooby Doo slash Suicide Squad crossover. Who wants to see this? I kind of do now that I read it. I wouldn't mind seeing a live action Scooby Doo meets the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> I just, I just, I want what I want it to be <laughs> is I want it to be the Suicide Squad that, that they first released. You know that ridiculous, over the top violence with Scooby Doo. I want to see how they justify. I find that that in that universe. I'm just still like, I mean, what is Scooby Doo and the gang gonna be doing? <laughs> That's a damn good question. Yeah, was I this, mean, is what this... are they investigating? <laughs> I know there's been a lot of crossover. Was this like a like a famous comic book that people? Because there was a famous crossover between Batman and the Ninja Turtles once. Um, yeah. I think they even did an animated version of it. Uh, so, yeah, there's like, a, is there, it one of those just like a like it was based off a comic that people actually liked, and so they're just gonna do the crossover because that's I, so arbitrary if it's not. 
I think it's arbitrary because I think two different people have the rights. Wait, no, actually, it's, it's Warner Brothers. They could definitely do it. I don't know. I've never heard of a comic book involving the two. I'm looking right now. I don't see a comic book version. I just, I just, it was just so random. And of all the, that's, how about Suicide Squad meets the Clue Club? Oh, I know, Grape Ape. That, Wow, that, that's dead I air. Just, yeah, I, I'm, well, I'm still looking here. I'm trying to find a comic book that, where they do this crossover, but I don't see... I mean, I, would, I guess if it would be a fan one. Was but. he just kind of remarking to the fact that they're owned by the same studio, so all the studio has to do is say, yeah, sure, for it. Huh. Let me get back to the article. Um, so... We now live in a world where the unexpected crossovers have become part, part and parcel of the multimedia sphere, but, uh, but even the pr- uh, prospects of James, James Gunn revisiting his two film stints and live-action Squidoo franchise oh, to combine what? his rated-R superhero adventure, The Suicide, Suicide Squad, sounds far-fetched, or does it? Um, Wait a minute. I just found... Hold on. So Scooby-Doo and DC Comics... <clears throat> does do a team up in volume 123 with uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Hmm. So I guess it's not that. <laughs> I didn't know that Scooby Doo had anything to do with Warner Brothers. How long has that been a thing? I thought they were WB for a long time. No shit. I could be wrong, but for some reason I just always assumed it. <clears throat> because they did. Well, no, who owns? That's a good question. Who owns Hanna Barbera? They're Hanna Barbera property. I was gonna say it seemed like some Hanna Barbera shit. It is. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know who has anything to do with Hanna Barbera anymore. But I'm sure they're grasping at any straw they can get their hands on if they can attach any of their properties to something like Suicide Squad. You know, make a make a hundred million dollars to keep them afloat for a little while. Yeah. So. uh Let's see. Absorbed into Warner Brothers animation and, and collapsed system. into the Cartoon Network Studios. So they're owned by the WB. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Now I now I kind of want to see other mix-ups. Let's <laughs> let's see uh, Scooby Doo and the Predator. <laughs> that let's see uh, Scooby Doo and the Predator. That was a damn good new movie. Scooby, how about Scooby Doo and Showgirls? I mean, that's that, if you're gonna come up ridiculous stuff, that, let's see some really odd Scooby Doo and the Stripper <laughs> too. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess if we're just gonna go crazy, you might as well just freaking go crazy with it. I, I think they've what? run out of ideas so much at this point. They're gonna do. Oh, Scooby-Doo meets Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> John, you still need to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Me? No, this, can, I, can I drink or smoke something first? It's the only way I'm going to enjoy it and or no, possibly pay attention. No, but you have to attention. be in costume. You'll be surprised. <laughs> you have to be in costume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I'll just yep. give him a lighter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So the wrap up my part for for today going is what is the world's oldest profession politician or same thing i mean prostitution according to the bible wait no was that i don't think that was according to the bible i think that was just like colloquially 
<laughs> what it was, wasn't it? Uh, you know, it's probably one of those urban legends. You know, what what is the oldest profession? And most people think it's prostitution. The reality is turning out to be dentistry. <laughs> I mean, there is nothing like a toothache to really fucking change your priorities in life. Well, I mean, what kind of dentistry are we talking about? Somebody well, okay, so according like to this barber type snippet, dentistry, yeah, probably. It says that uh, a study found evidence of teeth being drilled in skulls that date from seventy five hundred to nine thousand years ago. Drilled. So yeah, they're using one of those, you know, bows to to, to make uh, something go back and forth. I don't know. I'm I just mean, I'm, to... I'm picturing like the three stooges style, like <laughs> hand crank, <laughs> hand drill, like a fucking yeah, probably auger. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, how about that dentistry? Can you imagine? I mean, Uncle Bob <laughs> in 9000 BC coming <laughs> at you with a freaking bow drill? <laughs> no. Oh my God! Oh, my tooth, my my tooth hurts. Oh, all right, oh, no, no problems here. Let me fix you. <laughs> I mean, just, just smack me over the head with a rock till the tooth falls out. Jesus, yeah, man. man. <laughs> oh man, like, no. I'm surprised. Like drill, I I I don't see nine thousand years ago as having a whole lot of like half measures. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, I think we can save the tooth. Like, why is that even an option? <laughs> no root canal. Pull this back then, I fucking think. thing out, man. <laughs> you know, I'm sure us, there was us, that, but get some get some twine, tie it around this tooth, tie it to the other end of that buffalo. <laughs> well, apparently, somebody came up with an Holy idea mammoth. that we could drill a hole into that tooth and make it feel better for a short period of time, of course, but. I guess they're finding skulls I mean, and holes. I, I'm really open to suggestion when it comes to, you know, like that kind of like like tooth pain. <laughs> you could probably talk me into all kinds of shit if you if you convinced <laughs> me that it would make the pain stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, like but, that, I mean uh, Tom Hanks movie, right? Where what was that? Uh, yeah, was Castaway. Castaway. Yeah, he did that with uh with an ice skate, skate. and a rock. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I'll never forget that one. That one was like, oh, man. Yeah, I don't even know if that would have occurred to me. It, it would have occurred to me to jump off the damn uh, mountain that was on my island before Ugh. it occurred to me. to where, Where's that ice skate at? <laughs> Spoiler yeah, alert. I'm leave that thing. <sighs> anyway, so that's my part. I've done my part for today. I do have a question. Okay. What's the difference between a hooker and a politician? Nothing. <laughs> I think... Hooker's probably more honest. <laughs> At least you know you're getting fucked. <laughs> yeah, sure. There you go. There you go. So uh, hit the hit the button, Rob. Which one? <laughs> okay. Do you want to keep up to date on the Mad hey. the Mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to themadtrio.com. <laughs> and also make sure you stop by our... Uh, our sponsor, audacity.com uh, for cards use Mad Trio, all caps, one word for 10% off your final order. And as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>